0: Listening to takedowns to breakdowns. Before we talk about it, I want to say one thing to you, okay? As your friend. Okay. <laughs> like how you you braced yourself for that one because of your friend. I'm nervous. No, no, no need to be nervous. Okay. I am just calling you out and saying if you hit 200 again, because you don't work out for six days. Motherfucker. I don't know what I'll do to you. I'm 190. I'm currently 190. (laughs) You're 190. But you told me you didn't work out for six days when you walked in. I'm holding you accountable.
1: Yes. And I will say this. Six days ago, I was 193. And now you're 190? And I'm 190. Yeah, because I went just strict dieting, and I'm going to continue with it. Because you know what? It seems to be working. Okay. That's good. So. That's good. But you need to work out. You need... Yes. You can't... I
0: mean, actually... You could technically just eat your way to like 175. It'll take forever.
1: But yeah, eh, I mean, you'd be surprised.
0: I think it, I think it would just you will there will be more suffering to that. Mm. Or just you won't be as healthy as if you just worked out 3 days a week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the new goal. I just got to really push myself at this point. Do you just not like working out? No, like I honestly I just had a lot of family stuff Come up, and I just didn't have the time between work and Mm. then right after work. I think you just got to wake up at four a.m. Um, so I'm looking you in the eyes right now, and fuck that because I am. You'd rather break two hundred again? No, no, I, I, (laughs) no,
0: honestly, (laughs) no, I'm with you because I hate, I hate. If you told me to do that, I would also be like fuck you. I I, prefer to work out at night for sure. It just it helps me sleep. Same. It doesn't help me sleep, but it's just. I have a better, like, routine in the morning if I don't wake up at 4. Yeah. And be a savage and go to the gym and do that shit. So, I am with you. So Yeah. I
1: mean, I'm also one of those guys, too, where if I have to be at work at 7, I'm waking up at 6.30, literally throwing my clothes on and just running out the door. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same. You know, I'm, same. I'm not one of those people that can wake up two hours before with my, you. you know. To be entirely honest and transparent,
0: I am the exact same. I fuck hate waking up early. I fucking hate working out in the morning. Yeah. I prefer working out right after work. I prefer working out at night. I prefer <laughs> everything I'm against everything i'm everything I'm against I'm advising you to do that's basically <laughs> what I'm saying um only because we have different circumstances because yes. if i I don't have to work out in the morning, yeah because I don't have a family after work to take care of right. You have a slightly different situation, so you have different requirements. But I learned that's why a lot of people work out in the morning is because they have so much shit going on in the day and after their work day that like they're like, oh, no, I got to go do it. And to be fair, the days I do wake up early, I like it. I really do. I really do. It's just I don't want to change my entire lifestyle to fit that. Yeah. Because I just there's no need. Yeah. You know what I mean? So as of right now, I'm not doing it. But in the future, who knows? I I might just do it. I might just do it. But I'm holding you accountable. Okay. I'm your friend. I've been working with you for about a fucking year now. Yeah. On getting below two hundred, thanks to the gods of fate who gifted us with strep throat, <laughs> gifted you with strep throat. We, we're we're right there. We're we're under two hundred, but we're not at the goal just yet. Yeah. But you look great, dude. I'm it's I'm getting there. You're looking great. So for those who are listening, I hope you're really excited for this episode. It's been a while because I've just been. Too busy to invest two hours of my time to watch movies, but this is movie review uh, number two. No, no, number three. Number yeah, because we did the old the the uh, the original Once Upon a Time. No, uh,
1: Once Upon a Time in China. Yeah, that was yep. the first and one, and then we
0: did the second one, um, Jet Li's newer one when he was the Japanese student in J- in China, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, that uh, Chinese student in Japan. I forget the name of that one. Remember when he
1: just—Fists uh, of Legend,
0: I, I think it's called. Fist of Legend. Fist yep. of Legend. Fist of Legend. And now, now we have hit Drunken Master. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, I'll do a quick synopsis of my experiences with Drunken Master, and then Mikey will retort. So, Drunken Master is about—or let me let me let me phrase like this. Drunken Master is on Netflix, and that's why I watched this. Yes, you gave me a DVD. This is a sign up to Mikey. Yes, you gave me a DVD. Yes, I started watching it. Yes, I recognize Drunken Master on Netflix is a different Drunken Master with Jackie Chan. Regardless, I watched it anyways. I'm talking about that experience of the full full read of that, not the one you gave me, which I did get halfway through. So Drunken Master starts off, the one on Netflix, which you can all watch. Starts off and I immediately thought this is way different than the Drunken Master Mikey gave me. Because the one Mikey gave me is 100% different. It's a really young ass Jackie Chan. It's in like grainy, spotty yeah. fucking film. It's it's like the old school version. It's the old school kung fu movies where they're talking and they're subtitled and they're doing English. Yeah, but it's horrible. So, and the DVD version that you gave me, I was watching it in like Mandarin uh, or whatever the whatever language it was. I uh, was watching it and reading it in English. Okay, so uh, it was all Chinese. The one I was watching on Netflix, I realized this looks way better. Film is so much better. The the shots are so much crisper and tighter. The film is better quality. So, I thought this must be Jackie Chan's remake of his own movie. I guess, but it follows the story of a, which I find out a Kung Fu student who, and it's never explained, happens to know the drunken master style of Kung Fu. He also has a history of alcoholism, which is not explained other than he's forbidden from having, from, from doing drunken master style or drunken boxing style Kung Fu mm-hmm. Never is it explained in the entire movie how he came to learn it. Never is it explained about his alcoholism or the past. Never is it explained about the current setup. You get I got introduced to him as a dude with a brother with a father getting on a train trying to get ginseng. Okay. That's it. So he's trying to get ginseng through uh, customs onto the train. Mm. And in this act of doing it, of trying to smuggle it. Oh, spoilers, spoiler alert, by the way smuggling this ginseng past customs onto a train. He ends up swapping it with like a valuable uh, jade empire jewel that was in the same container, and he ends up having to fight a bunch of people. Of course, because it's a Chinese movie, Westerners are involved, Mm -hmm. so there's white demons everywhere. And the funny thing that I love about these movies is that all the white people are perfectly fluent in whatever language of the region they're at yeah they just happen to be and they'll speak to other white people <laughs> in this language so they won't speak english to other people like hey man yeah no like uh, we, we could just tell them this okay let's let's go ahead and speak in mandarin uh no they just straight up just speak mandarin to each other and and all the chinese people all the time <laughs> so that's a little weird to me but that was okay that was okay i get it right oh you you want You probably want people in in China to be able to follow through with this throughout the entire film. I get it. What I came to learn as the movie progressed was Jackie Chan's character is a super powerful fighter. An amazing fighter. But one who is limited. He Hmm. must use his father's kung fu. Which I don't even remember the name of what it was called. But he must use his father's kung fu. There's a scene where he has to start using drunken boxing. And in this scene, he's in a market with his mother. And his mother... (laughs) You know what? Let's let's rewind a second. I apologize. Let's rewind a second. Jackie Chan gets home. They all get home. The person who wanted ginseng shows up at the school, says, Yo, Master blah, blah, blah. Where's the ginseng at? He goes, Oh, yo, Jackie, go get the ginseng. So Jackie says, Oh, I'll be right back, go get the ginseng. Finds out it's not the ginseng, it's some kind of jewel, which he doesn't really give a shit about. He just cares more about the, oh my god, I'm missing ginseng, my dad's gonna be pissed. So his mom covers up for him. Now, I don't know much about about Chinese culture or just or just the or just the Eastern Asian culture in general. Okay. But from what I can gather from this, uh, there's a lot of domestic abuse just uh yeah non-stop domestic abuse the whole thing it was basically just every interaction with the father between jackie between jackie's i think brothers or like fellow uh students of the dojo and his mother slash the the master's wife was just don't piss off master don't get master (laughs) mad there's so much abuse in this film like just outright domestic abuse between spouses, domestic abuse with children, mm-hmm. just just outright, just brutal abuse that somehow, it's, it's, I don't know if they're trying to normalize it or if they're trying to showcase what it actually was, mm-hmm. which if that's the case, that's fucking horrifying. Yeah. But <laughs> so anyways, they lie, they lie. The whole half, first half of the movie is lying to the dad to try to get by with the ginseng. The people who want the jewel find out Jackie has the jewel. So, they try to fight him. So, Jackie Chan trying to fight all these people. And his mom gets concerned and says, Oh, shit, he needs to unleash his drunken boxing style. So, she says, Jackie, start using your drunken style. And Jackie says, Oh, but I can't. Father doesn't want me to. You. And she says, "You'll fuck that shit. Fight drunken style. So, he starts fighting. It's not good enough, apparently. So, she goes and gets... She just walks into a bar grabs all the bottles off says charge it to this school which is her family's dojo just goes outside and starts throwing bottles at jackie and jackie's Chan just starts chugging is the wrong word chugging implies technique (laughs) to how to drink something at a fast rate he's just outright trying to drown in alcohol where he rips open a bottle and just pours it on his face (laughs)
1: with that open mouth and that's basically it um Do you love the instant just... Like, the guy just doesn't have a liver or something? Like, it's just instant drunk.
0: Yeah, that too. He's just... He goes from... He's about halfway through the first bottle and he goes oh this is good and keeps drinking <laughs> finishes the first bottle and all and you start seeing him being drunk already which to be fair if you are exerting if you're working out a lot and i give you alcohol you will feel it pretty quick i don't know if it's you know instant like that <laughs> but it's probably gonna be pretty quick so jackie jen gets blackout drunk fucks up everybody as he unleashes drunken style and his dad shows up and says oh shit you've been drinking now again Jackie's alcoholic past has not been touched on this entire movie, other than they were all forbidding drunken style boxing. So who knows what the fuck's going on with Jackie's history, or his character's history with drinking, but his dad proceeds to beat the shit out of him. Like, tries to kill him with alcohol poisoning. He goes, oh, you want a drink? Grabs, like, sake or something, and just tries to drown his kid in it. And then he he starts physically beating the shit out of his kid. Jackie is so drunk. He's blackout. He has no clue what's going on. So he's just like laying there, just getting beaten. So then the mother gets concerned and says, stop beating him. So the dad redirects his anger and domestic violence towards his spouse and almost hits her until she has to lie to save herself and says, I'm pregnant, in which case he doesn't hit her because he's concerned about this child that's not actually real. Yeah. Yeah. He then disowns his child, kicks him out onto the street, makes him homeless. Um, Jackie Chan gets found by another gang. They beat the fuck out of him. Jackie Chan gets found the next day hanging from a street pole like by his hands or something. And he's naked. And there's a sign that insults drunken boxing and shit like this. So, I'm so tired from this movie. (laughs) I don't know any history of this. I don't know why is drunken boxing banned? Why is Jackie an alcoholic? How did Jackie come to learn this? Why is it now banned now that he's with his father? Like all these things, none of them are really explained. So going through this, I wasn't quite sure of the, I mean, Jet is guilty of this as well. They just throw shit at you and expect you just to pick up on the story. Yeah. And it's just, I don't understand what the fucking story is. Well, okay, I'm here. I'm trying to understand it. Cool. There are... um, This is a really good fight movie. There's really cool fight scenes. Oh, yeah. Really cool fight scenes. The thing that just really threw me off was... No, not just the domestic violence, but how much violence was used in general. At one point, Jackie Chan wants to buy fish. He asks for fish. He says, I'll take these two pieces of fish. (laughs) The guy somehow ends up saying... I will fight you and if you, let's showcase our fight skills and if you beat me, you get free fish. Jackie Chan says, okay, and they end up fighting. Everybody's totally cool with it. Oh, hey, 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 they're fighting for fish. Everybody (laughs) make a circle. Let them fight and punch each other in public. So they have this giant fight and Jackie Chan ends up winning and he says, okay, fine, I, I promised you fish, here's your fish. Why is that normalized? Why do we have public displays of violence like that completely normalized in the society? But then you watch the domestic violence scenes and you go, this is a very violent culture. This just kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then at one point, uh, Jackie Chan and his friend, uh, actually the guy he fights for fish, get caught while trying to break into a a palace. They get thrown into prison where they're surrounded by like 30 people with boxing gloves. I guess just to symbolize Western culture. And they're beaten. Hmm. Like not like one-on-one you have to go through these guys and fight and you're going to get your ass beat. Just they're getting curb stomped in the middle of a gang while they're all get surrounded by guys punching and kicking and stomping them on the ground. First of all, they would be dead. They would be dead. If they were in a prison like that and that was your, the entire night's ordeal, you're dead. And the next day when they get released to the public, they say, look at these criminals we caught. We took care of them, put them back out to the dirty people they came from and they're just beating the fuck up, and nobody says a thing? They just go, oh, right, you were almost beaten to death. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that happens. Come on. Let's go home. No. It, 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 you should be like, excuse me, did you just use corporal punishment to almost kill this person? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, did you, do you? That, that scene was brutal. It was them in a dungeon prison basement getting punched back and forth between people, then when they fell, they would all get curb stomped. China man no those were all white people those were white demons doing that shit that was some <laughs> fucked up shit man like this movie was bonkers this movie was fucking bonkers I thought Jet Lee had bonkers like nailed on the head here and I still think he has it with once upon a time in China I still think he has it but in this one I saw kind of similar like oh it's Asia versus Western civilization at one point there's Chinese guys with guns and somebody and I think Jackie just yells, no guns, and they go oh okay, and then they just like break the guns in half, and they just keep fighting with their fists instead of you know shooting and winning the fight. They they no we'll just break the guns. We must possibly lose in hand to hand combat instead, and they proceed to to fight with their hands. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of that, in the final fight, Jackie Chan drinks gasoline. I want to say it's yeah like pure ethanol. And it's a really good fight scene, but he needs to unlock, like, Super Saiyan levels of (laughs) drunken boxing. So they're in a, like a... Like a factory foundry type of... Like a forge. Yeah. They're in, like, a forge, like, where there's hot iron and Mm -hmm. shit, and they use gasoline to fire up metal to, like, before they bang it out into what pipes or whatever they're doing. So Jackie Chan (laughs) drinks that shit. It's, um, it's, It's... pretty much just rubbing alcohol and he starts throwing up and like his, yeah, yeah, the enemies fighting him get concerned. They're, they're just, they stop. They go, Oh shit. He's (laughs) trying to kill himself in front of us. What is he trying to do? He's ingesting poisonous levels of alcoholic liquids. And then Jackie Chan goes nuts and just fucking goes bonkers. And it's a really awesome fight scene. It's a really awesome fight scene, but it's just, there's no ending doesn't explain anything about the characters afterwards. Jackie Chan beats the fuck out of a guy, knocks him out. He's throwing up, passes out because he's drunk, and then just, oh, happy ending. Yeah. And happy music starts playing and credits roll. (laughs) And that's the fucking movie. So the movie is domestic violence, corporal punishment that basically almost leads to your death uh, with gang violence. Um, Not using guns. White people speaking Mandarin to other white people and uh co-responsive of, of alcohol consumption uh-huh. at some at some points not even you know recommended forms of alcohol just the the liquid alcohol is consumed mm-hmm. and that's pretty much this and and it's all over ginseng this is all because of ginseng <laughs> it's all because of this big ass fat thick ass ginseng root that jackie chan lost that's all all because he didn't want to pay custom tax to put it on a train that's why this happened and then led to lies and deceit and and domestic violence because finding out about the lies and deceit, which led to the alcoholism, which led or the reoccurring alcoholism, which led to like city violence and gang violence, which led to, to, oh, another thing, another thing. <laughs> Does, is this how it works in China? At one point, <laughs> at one point, they want to instill overtime, okay, to a union of workers in the forge, and they say, hey, everybody has to keep working. We're gonna be doing an hour of overtime each day now going forward. The union says, "Hey, you got you got to pay us for overtime instead of normal normal wages for that." So instead of saying we we need to negotiate that, well, or you will be fired if you don't do this, you know, and you guys won't have jobs. The guy proceeds to jump down and just start fighting people to instill this new employee policy. <laughs> so the two guys I think just jump down and just start fighting them. Just no talks, no, oh, we'll speak to your your union representatives, (laughs) like none of that. Just the guy says, get back to work now. We're doing an extra hour of work every day going forward. New rules by the new manager, me. And one of the guys on the ground says, hey, you got to pay us overtime for that. That's how this works. That's how, you know, like, like, that's how wage laws are here. Like, you need to pay us. And he goes, ah jumps, <laughs> jumps down and then just starts fighting them and beating them grabbing metal poles and whacking and fucking them up and he goes back to work all of you back to work i say and they all end up going back to work because they all go oh jesus christ this guy's trying to kill us over not agreeing to like the normal laws and regulation of wage policies this movie was fucking bonkers. I'm concerned that every kung fu movie that you told me to watch is this is this chaotic. Is this out of control and far out of touch with normal society and cultural norms?
1: Well, hey now, you're comparing it to like society today modernized society
0: okay let's compare it to the 90s. okay actually let me compare it to the 90s well let's
1: make let's get one thing straight though you also watched the 90s drunken master movie so if anyone doesn't know like the difference there is a 70s drunken master movie 1974 yeah and then the one you watched in the early 90s 94 um what era did that take place in? The night, Because that I forgot. Because as soon as you mentioned guns, I was like, hmm. They had steam trains. Okay. Guns. Okay. That's right. I, I, f- I figured it was a little bit more modernized than the first one. And I know you were saying it was a sequel Uh, to the first movie. And IMDb, it's a sequel. Yeah, definitely not. Because I was going to say the first movie, I mean, there was like absolutely no technology. It was like ancient china yeah pretty ancient much china, exactly, you know like exactly. literally the only weapon was a sword right you know right. like there was just no or stick. western civilization i don't think there's any westerners at all in that movie it was just all chinese right um but yeah so what the fuck yeah yeah the, that no That i i will agree the 90s movie it was kind of all over the place i really wish you would have watched the 70s one though i watched the i watched the 70s one up and to, up to the
0: point where he's beginning to train with the old the old guy okay
1: because i was gonna say there's a better plot and that's me going you know being generous saying better but it's it's better to understand because there's there is a story there it's like okay he's He's being trained to learn. Oh, the there's style. a story for the one I and saw. And I really appreciate too. Like there is one point where he's going through the katas of the different drunken gods or goddesses, and showing like the different katas of representing each god. Right. And I, I know that scene. That's a famous scene. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. No, I I totally agree with your take on the '90s one though. There's just no backstory. It's just like. Yeah, he's just, he's got, he has a drink. Hey, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie's
0: not, uh, not, not, not the sole person who does that. He's not the sole offender. Jet oh, Lee's yeah. done this with every single movie I've seen of his that you told me to watch. Yes. Yeah. So what is it with these movies? Do um, they just really want to show how much they hated Western, Western influence in their culture? I think. Because that's um, the message I'm getting. Which is a fine message.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I don't remember who produced um, the '90s Drunken Master, but like I mentioned before, there's this company at the time, Golden Harvest, that was just pumping out movies from the '70s, '80s, and it introduced guys like Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Eventually, in the '80s, and and it was just those types of movies, man. Just that era of china whether it was like you know 17 1800s maybe early 1900s when you know with the industrial age or whatever um i don't know there was just a thing of i guess that company had some sort of fetish of bringing that history out but like exaggerating it i don't know
0: if i had to try to put on like a, a critical hat here to look at it you don't get much more symbolism than saying no guns and breaking, breaking the Western guns. Yeah. And then still fighting. Ease. Or the the Chinese the two Chi- Chinamen are being beaten up by everybody in the prison mm-hmm. before they get
1: thrown back into their own community. Yeah. I mean, as far as the violence goes, I mean that was definitely real, especially in Japan. I mean, there was just a thing for domestic violence and you know um especially when it came to sex like male versus female you know like there obviously the male was the dominant one in the house oh and it's a patriarchy. You as you're told and it, oh, yeah, i no, mean there no, no, were times no. where it's like the woman couldn't even look at the husband oh no no japan is the definition of a fucking patriarchy <laughs> yeah yeah i mean china was just it's 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 not that much different you know so i mean as far as the abuse goes In the movie, is it exaggerated? Sure. But did it happen for real? Absolutely. Every day, all day. You know? To what extreme, I don't know, but it it, it was happening. Probably really horrible extremes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But just...
0: These movies tire me. (laughs) They tire me because I'm trying to enjoy... So I enjoy... My favorite parts of these movies are the fight scenes.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I tire of... The way they're shot. And I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying it's shot bad. I'm not saying it's shot poorly. I'm just saying it's... it's you know what it is? It's the equivalent of like if you gave an eight-year-old a production crew okay. and a script. Mm-hmm. Or not even a script. A notebook and said, make a movie. That's what it feels like when I watch these movies. It's just this random shit. Just, I'm going to buy this fish. Fight me for this fish. (laughs) Fine. Everybody, everybody, step back. We're fighting for fish. Just Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I get it. They needed to introduce this character. They needed to introduce why this person has a bond with him. It it makes sense. I understand that.
1: They could have said it with dialogue. They could have done it with a, a much more... See, Subtle I, way. Then that's the one thing I I have noticed about you though. Doing these movie reviews is what? with you. It's not just okay. I'm seeing what the movie's giving me. You have to think deeper than that. Again, like with Jackie Chan in the 90s, Drunken Master. It's like, all right, he has a drinking problem. Why does he have a drinking problem? Where does it stem from? And to me, it, I when I watch the movie, all I think of, okay, he's got a drinking problem. You know, I don't I don't think too much like. But how did it start? Because they treated and alcohol. Well, it is poison. Like, poison.
0: Like, don't. He cannot drink. He brings shame upon the family if he drinks. It's like, dude, you have jugs of wine in your backyard that you're pouring in onto your son. <laughs> Clearly, there's alcohol in your household. So, it can't be that But bad. was it
1: one of those situations? Was it the scene where it was like when, um, like back in the 50s when a kid was caught smoking a cigarette, right? And the dad was like, oh, you want to? You want to smoke cigarettes? Here. You're going to go in the closet. You're going to smoke this entire pack. Was it that situation where he's like, oh, you want to drink? Here's wine. Like, it was that his punishment? Well, that was his dad just enraged.
0: Yeah. Because that was when his dad walked into the town square and said, why is that? That's my son using drunken boxing who's extremely wasted. And then he went up and he was like, son, what's wrong? And he like attacked his dad because he was so drunk yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah, know yeah. where he was. And I was like, the, oh, my God, you attacked your father. And mm. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you at home. And, oh, you want to drink here? Kill yourself on wine and shit? Yeah. You're not my son. You're not my son. All that shit. Just, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. If you hate drinking so much, don't have literal rows of jugs of wine behind you while yeah. you admonish this person for drinking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's
0: like me saying, that's like, you know what that is? That's you speaking to, let's say you have a child. Let's say, let's say you have a son, and you catch your son having sex at like 14, being like, H- "You need to wait till you're 18." I can't believe you. While you have, I don't know, 36 whores behind you in just nothing but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. bikinis, you know, <laughs> just, just, how dare you? How dare you? Are you gonna have sex? Death by snooze like, snooze. <laughs> You know what? Oh, is that what you want? You want to have sex You'll You the death by snooze and you will have all of these fuckers fucking brains out until he fucking dies from whatever. You know Broken what I mean? Like hip. that's that's yeah. the that's the equivalent. It makes no sense. It's just what are you talking about? You're talking about like he this you're admonishing this person for overindulging while you have this symbolism of indulgence <laughs> behind you. It's just it uh, I don't it's just oh, these movies are, are they're just so chaotic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do I need to know every... Like, yes, that's a very modern Western style of movie watching. If you watch a lot of modern movies, a lot of things are described. And that's why it seems redundant. You know what I mean? It seems very redundant because they have to nail that fucking point home. Yeah. You know, they'll try to merge it into normal dialogue. Just, oh, you know, like, oh, what are you up to? Oh, you know, I'm just going to go go to the range you know ever since i left the marines since i've been in there since 18 i just can't get enough shooting i gotta keep shooting even though i'm 32 very subtle yeah it's like oh okay well yeah we get that point now just yeah yeah it's because it it, it explains the situation more you know look at uh, you know what movie did it really smoothly iron man you ever seen iron man long time ago iron man okay do you remember the opening scene he's in the humvee mm-hmm. he gets shot and yeah, all that yeah, yeah 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 and then gets uh kidnapped yep But then they say 13 days earlier, or five days prior, and they Mm -hmm. go back in time and they show him at the convention and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they introduce him getting an award by explaining the history of the character. Tony Stark, son of blah, 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 Stark, like, boy genius, taking over the father's company after a tragic accident. Yeah. And the father left. Tony Stark, who graduated from MIT at the age of 12, blah, 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 built his first engine when he was eight, da, 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 you know. Broke records in quarterly sales for for military weapons with his government contracts for the past eight years. He continues his. That was a very sneaky way to set this set the bar of this character you're about to interact with. The whole yep. movie. Cool. He's a genius. Cool. He's a multi billionaire. Cool. He's the son of a legend. Cool. He's inherited he inherited his father's company and he's now head of this company and he's. Now he's not present. Oh, like, Tony for the award, and Tony's not there. He's out gambling. It's like, okay, cool, now he's a partier. I get that. Oh, he's always with beautiful women. Okay, cool, he's a playboy. We get this. You know, they in, like, five minutes, they set up all of who he was Mm. before they showed him back to present, where he's completely opposite of that. He's in a cave hooked up to a car battery with shrapnel in his chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was the perfect 10-minute intro of a movie like one of the best that I've seen in a while. That did it so smoothly, mm-hmm. where you didn't feel like you were getting crammed down your throat. Yeah, you know, when you first watched the movie, you just went, oh, "Okay, cool." They're just going through the scenes, but you are picking up on a lot of details about this person. There is a lot of reasons why people got so attached to this guy. It's because they did a great job of painting him who he is and who he was. Mm-hmm. You know, and now his current circumstances. Now he's with this random scientist from wherever, and and they're trying to help each other get out and escape. and He's being tortured and forced to make weapons of mass destruction for terrorists and he's not giving in and, and oh, he's resilient. He's a fighter. Oh, he's smart. He's using his knowledge to help him and he's going to w- use his friendship to get out of here and he's, you know, he's, that's a lot. Yeah. Instead, we just have like, no drinking, no alcohol. You bring shame to this house. It's like, you must use drunken, drunken boxing here. I, I stole, I, I grabbed bottles of of whiskey and wine here just chug it oh you're fighting now oh you want to do you want to drink die by wine it's just <laughs> it's like wait what what was wine such a big deal
1: like what's going on like why is he forbidden from drunken boxing yeah what's the like none of this was really i explained. don't know maybe in that in their cu- culture you know it's just like well you kind of have to assume you know like it's it's obvious okay there's a drinking issue his Dad gets pissed because, I mean, he's just that drunk in the family. Like, don't get drunk around us. Don't drink in my house. Like, that's the rule. You know, maybe they just, you know, in that culture, you kind of have to assume, you know, rather than go out there and explain it and kind of dumb it down. Like, we have to, you know what I mean? I guess. I mean, in in the other drunken bot and the drunken master that I was watching,
0: wasn't that the one where his dad kept punishing him? Yeah. you and making see, him hold I get confi- stances and stuff. I get
1: like, confused with Drunken Master, and then there's another movie called Master with Cracked Fingers. No, it's not that one. Not no, because I, I was going to say, uh, I believe the same actor played his father in both movies, and in both movies he does punish Jackie Chan. So, well, I'm this, just going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's the same dad in both movies.
0: Yeah, and he is his dad's making him just hold horse dance and yeah, like, balance yeah. rocks on his on his legs and shit like that for yeah. hours and all this other stuff and Yeah, just
1: <laughs> Yeah. So give me your impressions of Drunken Master. Um well like I said, I'm kind of with you on although I, I really do did appreciate, you know, the choreography and all the fight scenes i mean the plot was kind of like all over the place the i i i personally appreciate the 70s one although again just being so used to modern film western film uh very fast paced uh you know stuff back then was very slow even the fight scenes are very slow it's almost like you're talking about the 70s yes yeah the 70s oh yeah um but even just any movie from that era in general, when it uh martial arts, um, the fight scenes were very slow. It was it I can't even consider it sparring. It's almost like just two people doing a, a kata together. You know, it's just like and then the sound effects that just don't go well, so it's like whoops, whoops, whoops. it's just very uniform, uh, very precise, very unrealistic, but I still appreciate it because there's some stuff that they do. That's like, holy shit, I could never do that in a lifetime, you know, oh, just no, of the acrobatics and yeah, I mean, it's still very entertaining and really cool to see. And um, like I said, I just I appreciate the 70s one more because it just goes more in depth with the style itself, I feel, um, whereas in the 90s one, it's just kind of him being a show off and well here's the thing the difference in fight technique between
0: those two is huge oh yeah you know what's crazy that was what 30 years
1: so how old was
0: he for drunken master in 94
1: in 94 uh i want to say he was in his 20s in the 70s so he must have been late 30s almost 40 maybe because the guys what uh that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on. He's 60 some 62 maybe? Right, right. now you mean? Like currently? S- no, How I old may- is Jackie Chan? Maybe he's almost 70. Jackie Chan is 65. 65, okay. So He was born in 54. Okay, so I was right, like in his 20s in the 70s then. Yep. Yeah, so he he must have been in his uh 30s, almost 40. Which a he looks fantastic. Oh yeah, but b that's like that he that, that was like
0: his. I feel like the nineties up until maybe the mid two thousands, like two thousand four, two thousand five, was peak Jackie Chan yep. performance. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Absolutely, which is weird to say. Well, you know what it is too. Um, see, the thing is, when I first got into martial arts, I started with like the late eighties, early nineties Jackie Chan films. But that's when he also changed his style. He became quicker. You know, like a lot of those movies, it's just like, ah, da, 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 doing like 15 punches in a couple seconds. And then, you know, all of these like the body tricks. Punches, and,
0: the punch, like what, uh, what,
1: um. Just what, in general, like, it just, it's like the guy is just always on crack in every, like, 90s film. You know, just the way he turns, it's like, oh, oh, you know, just his movements, everything about him was just really fast paced, just nonstop action just exciting from beginning to end you know yeah uh i was gonna say the fight scenes in this movie were
0: the, it wasn't jackie's style yet which is surprising jackie's style to me is a comedic style mm-hmm. it's an acro. it's not even very slapstick it's slapstick but it's it's not even like oh, i don't want to say acrobatic but it kind of is i don't know how to explain his fight style uh for his movies but it's almost it's very fluid. Mhm. You know, it's not like Jet Li to me is a very hard style of choreography. Yeah. Compare like when Jet Li hits you in in the, in the choreography, it's that guy's down. It's just <laughs> okay, that guy's out. Mhm. Uh, with Jackie, it's almost like he flows, he deters, he uh, he tries to evade. You know, he he does very he he tries to set up for a bigger hit or something you know yeah. he uses a lot of the environment yes you know yeah which he did in this one he used a lot of the environment especially mm-hmm. in the cafe scene oh yeah against the axe game mm-hmm. huge amounts of environment work but none of it was slapstick mm. you know what i mean that was, was something i noticed throughout this entire entire i think the closest thing he had was when he went blackout drunk at the very end
1: yes yeah
0: and even then that was more just oh he's super sad and you can't beat him. Yeah. It wasn't really funny. Yeah. You know like uh what is it? Bronx Tale? Mm-hmm. Um not not a Bronx Bronx? Oh ta- uh, what's it called? Rumble in
1: the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. The Bronx. Yeah, yeah,
0: thank you. Sorry. Rumble in the Bronx. That had a lot more humor to it. Yes. A lot more humor to yeah. it. That was the Jackie that everybody fell in love with. Yeah. Punch. Ooh, ow, ow. Like that one, like when he hurt his, when he would pretend to hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was the Jackie Chan style everybody, the whole world really got involved with. Mm-hmm. This was just, oh, Jackie Chan's going to start stabbing people with broken splintered bamboo. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's, that's great. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just very different. It was just very different to me. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm surprised you thought the same thing that I did about it. I thought you were going to defend it in a different way than I was. I mean, do I think it's
1: it? like a bad movie per se? I mean, this hey, is... I mean, you told me to watch it. No, Yeah, no. I mean, hey, I, I. this is something I watched as a kid, you know? So I always right. have that. There's this nostalgia about it. It might seem a little bit cornier, cornier today. You know, back back then, I mean, I was just fucking blown away. Well, you know, I'm,
0: you know, you know what I want to know about? I want to know about why you did not give me a lot of Bruce Lee to watch. You gave me a lot of Jet Li. You gave me a lot of Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. You did not give me
1: a lot of Bruce Lee. Um, and I do have a lot of Bruce Lee. I, I'm sure I, you I have all of his I'm films. sure you do
0: but when I told you yeah. to give me or you said you will give me the movies that you think I should watch to be up to speed to what you're yeah. saying for traditional all martial honesty, arts films
1: in all honesty and I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan I have his books as well um, it, once you've seen I really hate to say this because somebody or maybe a lot of people might get pissed or maybe they'll agree fuck them I feel like once you've watched one Bruce Lee movie, you get it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Can't you say that about you, all of them?
1: No, you, you you watch Bruce Lee, you get it.
0: You mean you get it as in you get his movies or you get him as a martial artist?
1: You get it. Again, phenomenal. I mean, the guy was just... He's literally... I mean, to have the nickname The Dragon, I mean, it's... I wish there was something better than that like I don't know fucking demigod or something but like demigod you know his his philosophy and what he did for martial arts you know it's it's incredible but um in all honesty if once you've seen one Bruce Lee movie it's like you get it you know cuz at that point you're just watching it for the story plot Say you know, I mean, as far as Jackie Chan goes, yeah, you know, he's um, but if, I feel like he's evolved over the years. Again, he he had a certain style in the seventies, a certain style in the eighties, nineties, like you said, from the nineties two thousands, I thought it was like, you know, that that was the the shit. Bruce Lee had titties in his movies. I'm sorry, like <laughs> him, like his movies.
0: Had nudity, mainly titties. Oh, okay, yeah. In his well,
1: I mean, we're talking about the seventies, also, which Jackie cer- Chan doesn't have a lot of. titties. I mean, I've watched movies. Monty Python. You know, they f- had fucking completely nude women. <laughs> so, right. but Jackie Chan didn't have a lot of titties. Uh, Jackie Chan. He Ch- Ch- didn't have a lot of titties. Wait, was there a Jackie Chan movie with nudity? Not like that. Well, hold on, because. I actually have a, a a pretty big Jackie Chan collection from the seventies. If you want to scour them for a titty scene, I'm gonna have go to do some. It. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some research. But the thing is, is he was also he and he kind of has always been more family friendly. No matter whether he did a comedic style fighting film or not, like even in the eight, I'm trying to think of his eighties. See,
0: I, I, see, you're right. I think Jackie like Chan. Like, I, I want
1: to say the the most nudity there's ever been was just a woman in her brawn panties like yeah not that's, actually that's nude pretty accurate. like butt naked but you're right jackie chan was family friendly jet Li cared only about the martial arts and bruce lee cared about film right well he was a, a movie star right you know like behind scenes like i said he was very philosophical and stuff but at the end of the day he was a movie star right. he knew it um yeah, yeah. So, Speaking of, did do you see the
0: most recent movie about Jet Li versus The Monk? Jet Li versus Jet Li, the- Bruce Lee. I'm sorry. Bruce Lee versus The Monk that came out.
1: No. Oh, no. Wasn't it, Isn't that supposed to be based on a true story yeah. or something? Yeah. No, I I didn't watch it. You should. You're shaking your head. Oh, I should. Yeah. You actually recommend it well i haven't seen it but you oh, okay you should
0: <laughs> but as a martial artist like you are uh-huh. especially a traditional martial artist like you are i want to get your opinion on it okay i'll watch it too okay maybe we watch it together it's cool. a date or something who knows but that's something that i think we should uh we should probably use to compare if bruce lee was still alive today mm. what do you think he would say about mma
1: the thing is, Bruce Lee was MMA. Exactly. What do you think he would say about the UFC, Bellator, 1FC? I think he would have a lot to say with... Okay. I think he would have appreciated it when UFC first started in the 90s. Oh, when what it was I think, what, what I, Wild Wild West? <laughs> yeah. Today's just MMA in general or UFC specifically? Uh, UFC, Bellator, 1FC, uh, CES. You could say any any of these things. I think he would have a lot to say about, you know, this is just point style fighting. This isn't like they're fighting, but. Do you think Bruce Lee would be would be thinking more just they
0: need to fucking end each other? Just old school.
1: Yeah. But then again, a, a part of me is like, but again, he had that movie star thing. Like, so would he just also go with the flow just to, you know, still look good? You know, because you figure at this point he would be in his 70s, mid to late 70s, I believe, if I'm doing my math right. He died when he was 32 in 1970.
0: When was Bruce Lee born?
1: Bruce Lee was born the 27th of November, 1940. 1940. Okay, so he'd be uh, uh, 79? Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. So so almost 80 years old. Yeah. So, I mean... (laughs) What he, what he would he say today? I, he probably would just say nice things, you know. He'd, he'd be an old man, but then again, I've seen some eighty year olds that are in some pretty decent shape and yeah. don't look their age. So, if you know, if Bruce continued to do what he always did, who knows? I, I really don't do you think know. he'd be
0: watching and supporting you one FC championship over in Asia because you'd be living in China. Or do you think he would have been
1: full on LA? Well, I don't think he'd be living in China. So I was going to say, I, I think he would would have stayed here in the in the US for he sure. He would have gone full Western. Oh, yeah. yeah? For sure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty much doing that anyways. He
0: was, but that was because of the rift he was causing in China. Yeah. China now, let's just say,
1: if time continued and he didn't die, China stopped caring as much. About the about all that bullshit. I mean, he was pretty much. I don't think he was born here, but I mean, he was like raised here, though. Like he was young when him and his family. He was came over. from China. No, no, that's what I'm saying. He was born in China, but I'm pretty sure he came over at like a really young age and was like raised here. He was like almost Americanized. You know what? I'm pretty sure, dude. I'm pretty sure he didn't come over until he was in his teens, and he wanted to make it into know. movies because he was doing uh, Hong Kong film. was of research. No, like I said, I'm pretty sure he moved over well, regardless, at a certain point. Regardless. But.
0: And this is something that I think is interesting that nobody has asked both Jackie or Jet about MMA. Or maybe they have, but it hasn't made waves. But nobody's asked them about it yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know Jet Lee's a very strict traditional guy where he's just. I know. I, I remember we reviewed Jet Lee's uh, thoughts on just modern day martial arts just like taekwondo and kung fu and he he doesn't like it yeah he just goes oh it's all about speed and athleticism it doesn't care about the uniqueness and about the flow and the Mm. poise of performing uh not only
1: katas but just in fighting yeah so i think jackie chan just doesn't care doesn't care in general because i think when it comes to martial arts he's just done (laughs) <laughs> you know, he even said it himself, you know, if he were to come back again in another lifetime, he would be a singer. He likes it more. Yeah. Like, he, he, you know, his time with martial arts is just, it is what it is. See, to me, that's so weird because martial arts requires so much dedication. Yeah.
0: You know, I think martial arts requires more dedication than going to a gym to be healthy mm-hmm. by by far.
1: Well, because it's more than just a um, a physical activity you know there's uh there's that mental aspect there's the philosophy behind it there's the understanding not that there's not an understanding when it comes to working out obviously you know you have to know what you're doing or otherwise you'll get injured but it's more of understanding the history and the reasoning behind the movements you know and where they derive from and
0: Well, there's also a cultural impact (laughs) of something like Kung Fu in China compared to, there's really none of that in America.
1: Oh, absolutely not.
0: Or any other country, really. Besides, yeah, yeah, besides Asia. Asia really is. You have Muay Thai, Taekwondo, you have Judo, you have uh, Hapkido, Mm -hmm. you have Kyokushin, you have Shotokan, you have uh, maybe kickboxing in, in the Netherlands, maybe kickboxing, but that doesn't have the same cultural impact as like Kung Fu in China. Right. Or right. judo in japan you know yeah um so i wish somebody would interview them hardcore about it you know you're right i feel like they both at this point kind of don't care i think if you said hey we want you guys to go to you know the ufc event this weekend i don't th- i think they, they would, would just g- be like why No, no. I think they would go, but I just think they would just sit there and just go, oh, yes, fighting. Okay, cool. Yes, I know fighting. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think that's all it would be. Just, oh, yes, I've seen much fighting. I've done much fighting. Yes, this
1: is... Go back to my Tai Chi now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is entertaining. Yeah, Yeah. right. Jet Li does uh, Tai Chi. Yeah. That's his style. His style is Tai Chi. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... Oh, man. It's just so weird. It's so weird because it's almost... It's almost along the lines of they both don't want the violence of martial arts both of them yeah. they both appreciate martial arts more for a lifestyle mm-hmm. but they are glorified for the violence they've put on with their martial arts does that make sense yeah you know like bruce lee isn't quoted for his stats as a fighter or yes he, i know people talk about his, his fight scenes they talk more about his quotes Mm -hmm. You must flow like water, my friend. You know? Very philosophical. Yeah. yeah, They talk more about his his philosophies Mm -hmm. of when they say Bruce Lee, they have a reference to to those words because it's coming from a guy who's an excellent fighter. Mm. But it's not the same as Muhammad Ali, who was kind of just really defined by move like a butterfly, sting like a bee, Mm -hmm. because that was his entire fight style. Right. And that was something that was perpetuated by his victories, by his belts, by his reign, by his dominance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we say the same thing about Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. right? What did you say? He says, uh, uh, "What is it? Um, precision beats power, and timing beats speed." You know, and and that was because of a 13 second knockout of possibly one of the greatest fighters uh, of a of all t- of of a whole weight division. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, it, it it's just weird to me that the masters of martial arts of certain types of martial arts are so anti anti-expressing it mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. Even though that's what they're revered for, glorified for, and people will, they pay millions of dollars for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's not what, if you put them in a room and just say, oh, you want to go fight? They go, no, 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 I would never want to fight. Which I understand is martial arts. But to say, but you, no, it's, it's like, oh, we want you to do a fight scene. it says, oh, you know, I'm, I, I kind of want to go on a tour and sing instead. It's just, <laughs> I get that but we will pay you millions of dollars because you're one of the greatest martial artists to ever be filmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. your fight scenes have defined genres and styles of film yeah. and how to shoot action scenes. Yeah, we yeah. just want you to keep doing that a little bit. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I'd rather sing. It's just... <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, cool. cool. Actually, we get it. We get I know it, we talked about this in the past. What's up? Uh, with Jet Li. What about Jet What Li? movie was it that he was not interested... Was it that he wasn't interested in doing... Or he only accepted one yen oh, as his payment. Right, right, right. I don't even remember what movie it was. I forget. Yeah, because they talked him into it, and yeah. he was
0: just saying, "I will take only one yen." Yeah. For this movie. Yeah. I forget the movie. Shit. I can look it up. I mean, my computer's right here. Yeah. Uh, bear with us, folks. Um. Uh, the one yen movie. Let's see here. Uh, da da da. Oh. Uh, Oh, was it Donnie? Oh, no. I put in yen and it just pulls up everything with Donnie. Donnie. Yen. Yen. Uh, which, by the way, uh, Donnie Yen. I'm a big fan of Donnie Yen. Jack Ma. Yes. Uh, Donnie Yen. One yen payment. Was it Hero?
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't think so.
0: No. Uh Ocean Heaven? Maybe. No.
1: This is not a No. I remember he only took a payment of 1 yen. I forgot what film it was. I think it was After Hero. Yeah. I think. Was it Iceman? I I couldn't tell you. I I don't remember the name of the film. I just know there was a film um from a few years ago or okay, anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Um
0: But right, cuz he yeah. cuz uh, Jet Li's really big into charity work as yes. well. He's very yeah. big into charity work, which is nice. Mhm. Speaking of modern day martial arts, it's been announced that Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Dustin Diamond Poirier is happening at UFC 242 in Abu Dhabi. The end of this year? Whenever UFC 242 is. I'm too tired to know the exact date off the top of my head. Okay. Regardless of the date, it could be fucking tomorrow. Yeah. Regardless of the date, what are your thoughts about that fight? Um, well, on Dustin's part... We have a, Dustin's part. We have a we have an extremely accurate uh, I feel like boxer he's, with good footwork.
1: I, I was just gonna say though, I feel like he's evolved so much in such a great way. Um, but then you have Khabib, who just has that weird style, who doesn't really. You, you talk about striking, or are you talking about well, the fact here, that here's what I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna say where he doesn't really in, initiate with striking, but he'll just tire you out by holding you down and. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's Dustin's accuracy and striking, but then is Khabib, House Khabib's defense with that when it comes to offense. I mean, Khabib takes hits, you know, but he does, he takes hits, but he can take the punches like he'll, you know well, what I mean? He did. The only
0: person to rock him was, uh, Michael Johnson. Yeah. And that was a, like a, maybe a two second wobble. And then he yeah. got his feet under him. The thing that interests me the most here is that the, the, the Number one principle with fighting a guy like Habib or just any kind of grappler, wrestler type person is always that middle ground, the gap, that Mm -hmm. distance of they have to get to me to take me down. Yeah. How well can I keep this gap available? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Dustin is huge. And Dustin has really good reach. And Dustin is so accurate. This was the talk with the Conor McGregor fight. Oh, Conor's such a good counter fighter. He's such a good counter striker. He's got great footwork. He's real elusive. He should be able to handle it. And then Conor for some reason like ran up to Khabib, stayed within grappling range the yep. entire time yeah. and tried to pressure him as if he could flood Khabib and Khabib wouldn't respond with a takedown. Dumb fucking strategy. I don't know why that happened. But we're kind of back at that same page here with Dustin, you know, where it's can Dustin, with his head movement, his footwork, his super accurate boxing, mm-hmm. get in there, lay down a three piece, you know, and get out before Khabib can shoot in? Yeah. You know, or if he steps up to start throwing, does Khabib just shoot in and try to jam him and try to take it down or take it to the cage? And that's so interesting to me because whenever you have a good striker, not just a brawler, not just a guy who wings wildly with crazy punches, Mm -hmm. but a guy who has refined technique in his striking goes up against a guy who's a grappler. It always is that conversation. It's always that conversation of, well, how well can he get taken down? How Mm -hmm. well can he avoid the takedown? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's always the, the primary topic. But it's a really good thing to think about, especially when we saw how well Dustin can strike when he outstruck Max Holloway. Yeah. You know, who in his own right is one of the best strikers. Yep. I'm excited. I I think this is a little bit more up in the air than people think. The problem with this, though, is the second Khabib finds that hole, that gap, and knows how to close in and goes, Oh, this is how I can get inside on your striking, and this is how I can get to your hips and your legs and get you down. It's over. It's over. So either you need to have good enough takedown defense, which nobody has had yet against him. Yeah. Or you need to have good enough footwork to stay away from it. I, I
1: It's going to be interesting.
0: I think Khabib's getting him down at some point, but maybe it's the third round. Maybe it's the second round. Maybe Khabib's forced to stand. You know, maybe Khabib tries to shoot in, and Dustin's able to back off, eject, and circle out, and you know, land a, a two on the way out, or something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Or maybe a check hook when he comes in. You never know. Just granted, that's always the fun about the fight game, but it's so intense when you talk about the level of skill of somebody like Khabib. Yeah. You know, yep. or Khabib, somebody of that level of skill. So, what do you see as the outcome in I'm your just mind? Just going to ask you
1: that. Ha, I uh, beat you to it,
0: motherfucker.
1: I mean, Jamawn. I really want Dustin to win. I have nothing against Khabib, but I want I want Dustin to win. How? You want
0: Dustin to win?
1: Yeah. I want him to win. How he's going to win? I have a feeling it's going to go to decision. I have a feeling if Dustin
0: wins, it can't go to decision. Really? Yep. I Well, here's the thing. I have yet to see successful defense against Khabib's pressure on the cage and on the ground. I've yet to see it. Connor had some good defenses on the initial takedown. Yeah. The problem with Khabib is that his chain grappling is what's the strong point. It's not just like a blast, like a GSP. You're going down. You can't get out of this. Yeah. It's not like that. It's a... I'm going to cling to you, I am water, and you're going to drown. And it's almost like a Ben Askren style. Ben Askren's a different style. Ben Askren is, once you're down, he's a heavy blanket that's going to smother you until you die. Mm -hmm. Khabib is different, where he gets you committed to one defense, he'll get like a single. So you go for the head, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, he somehow gets the second leg, and he scoops and dumps you sideways. Okay, so now you just got dumped. So Now you're dumped. So now he's moving up on your side. Let's say he's already positioned with one leg over. Now he's trying to move up high. So now what do you do? You can't get to the head. Now Mm. you go for wrist control. So you're going for inside or outside wrist control. He's able to chain off of that into a different technique. I don't know wrestling. I'm, I'm honest. I don't know the grappling and the wrestling techniques well enough. But the Sambo to like Greco to just... The random styles that he pulls from to pull off his transitions, you can't block the transitions because it almost like he finds a way like water to seep through any hole and just keep pouring into the cabin yeah. because he knows how to keep up the transition pressure. Yeah. So you can't beat him as he keeps flooding you as you cognitively try to break down the defense of one thing. Mm. He's already moving on the second thing. You stop that thing. Well, that was actually setting up a third thing, which the first thing was actually ready to go to next thing you know he's got your back and then he's choking you out where he's punching you overhead saying you must stop you must give up like yeah like you know why this is mine i'm so, <laughs> like please stop this is my champion you cannot stop just like like that then it's that situation and yeah. it's just a holy shit yeah. situation so i've yet to see somebody to successfully stop that part of the game Connor did a little bit of okay work with uh stopping the takedowns with the the head position yeah um he didn't he couldn't stop the transition but nobody has nobody's been able to stop it I think the worst we saw was either Edson Barbosa or um uh, uh Michael Johnson mm. where it was just they kept trying but eventually they were just I don't know how to stop this I every time I stop one onslaught the one every time I think I stopped My defense stopped something, an offensive on one side. The other side's getting attacked. And Mm. then I stopped that. Now the other side is getting broken into. Then I have to run and reinforce that. And then that side that I was just protecting, now that's wide open. He just came right back in. Now I have to come in emergency, stop that. It's this back and forth of, I can't stop this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ally Kint is the only guy who didn't really go to the ground with him. And I think maybe because Khabib didn't want to and he wanted to strike the whole time because he ignored his corner the whole time. Javier Mendez kept telling him, just, hey, stick to father plan, father plan. Like what his dad was telling him to do, stick to father plan, father plan. If we take him down, we grind him out. He goes, okay, father plan. Yes, father plan. Goes out, starts starts shadow boxing the corner. And they're like, no, 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 no. No, father plan. Father plan, Khabib. It was, yes, yes, father plan. He goes out and he strikes for a whole round. That's what that was. You know? I feel like that was him just wanting to strike because he felt confident. Yeah. Not because he couldn't take down Al Quinta. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, man. I think if Dustin wins, he has to knock him out. Has to be a KO, TKO. Hmm. Also, what I'm wondering is if Khabib gets knocked back like flash knockdown and somebody scrambles to get on top of ground and pound, I wonder if he pulls anything like the Diaz brothers do where it's a trap. Ooh. You know what I mean? Or the Damian Maya trap where he's just, oh, you got me. Oh, oh, why, now I got you. Just, <laughs> just, oh, welcome to my ground, bitch. Just that kind of sneaky play because you can't really grapple or grapple. You can't really wrestle off of your back that well. Yeah. But Khabib's a different animal. And if you get to the ground and your base is all of a sudden on your knees and not your feet and they're tucked in and they're not they're not wide, all of a sudden if Khabib sprawls up into all fours and shoots from all fours and he gets your hip and he just like drags you back down, he he sneaks the leg over behind which he does very well. You know what I mean? Just you can see it, right? Yeah, it's right in your head. Oh, he's down. I'm gonna run over, start hammer fisting. Oh, Khabib gets on all fours, post back, leaps forward from all fours. He gets you like right at the right behind the knees. You start stu- You stand up, start stumbling back. He gets up to your hips. He wraps one f- leg around one of your legs. He scoops you and dumps you on that side. Then just you see it, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, oh shit! We've never seen that because nobody's done that to Khabib. But I wonder if he has that like. If he's always had that uh, army knife, that that Swiss army knife in his pocket, just yeah, um, yeah it's alright. If I get taken down, I have, I, have, I have this little trick that nobody's ever seen because I've never get taken down or knocked down. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that would be sick if he did it. Imagine that upset. The whole place goes nuts. Oh my god, he knocked him down. He's going for ground to pound. It's <laughs> over. Holy <laughs> shit, I've <I'm laughs> taken him down. <laughs> like a snake like a python just striking and just or like an alligator just dragging you into the waters he's Yeah. just like yeah. oh no I thought he was dead just just <laughs> no 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 that would be even funnier if a fighter was yelling just fucking ground and pounding and then Khabib snaps back up and it was like it was a trap and he's like I don't think Dustin would be saying this but somebody just goes no 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 and <laughs> just starts yelling it just <laughs> go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep keeps punching him <laughs> stop 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 <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing that would be so amazing that would be so amazing I uh, I think if Dustin wins it has to be a KO TKO I don't think it would be anything else I think if Khabib wins it's going to be a uh, TKO or decision Okay, I think it comes down to the physical strength of of Dustin because Dustin is huge. Yeah, Khabib weighs a lot when he's uh, when he's cutting down, so it's gonna be a good uh, a good weight test. But I think Dustin just has more strength, but from his size. But we'll see. We know we know Dustin can go five rounds fine. Oh, with these, we know Khabib can go five rounds fine with these. So nobody's getting tired. So who's gonna get caught and and? Mm. Flushed out with a TKO, or who's going to get flatlined by the KO? That's kind of what it is, you know. Because Khabib also had some pretty decent striking against Conor. Granted, Conor was a fucking idiot. He did shockingly, yeah. Conor was also fighting like an idiot. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. it was Conor's best striking. Yeah. I think Conor was fighting like a boxer, not like an MMA artist. Was we'll
1: definitely more improved than other like highlight videos that I've seen of Khabib for sure. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Uh, what did you think about Gustafson retiring? Um, surprise, didn't care.
1: You know, it's, uh, it was a little bit of a surprise, you know, but I thought it was an appropriate place to do it, you know, right in his hometown or his home, you know, Yeah. in general, but Yeah. yeah, you know, it's. I, it's just that era, just fighters are just retiring left and right, man. Like no matter how long they've been in the, in the game, it's, I don't, it's, it's, you know, it's like, I don't even know if I should be, it's like I was, I, okay. I was a little surprised, but I, it's like, that's what I had in the back of my head. Like, man, like who's next to retire? Yeah.
0: DC, DC's going to retire, but he's openly talked about it.
1: Right. DC's yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Rose saying, "I don't know if I want to keep hurting people." Roy McDonald. Yeah. I don't think I have an enemy because God thought. is telling me. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's weird. Uh, I'm not surprised about enemy. when I saw it. I just thought, yeah, that's probably the right decision. He's taken a lot of damage. Not only that, but he just lost to the champion twice in John Jones, and now he's facing the other number one contender in Anthony Smith, who also just lost to John Jones, and he just got beat.
1: Which I have to say, he was probably one of the only ones that I thought did really great against Jones. He
0: is the only one who did great against Jones. Yeah,
1: DC may, did okay for a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, there was a few times where I thought like Anthony actually almost had it. Against Jones. Oh, you're talking about Anthony. I was talking about Alexander Gustafsson. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah. I thought Anthony Smith got his shit kicked in. You thought he did well? I thought he did well against Jones. Better than others, in my opinion. Right. He survived. Yeah. Right. He survived. You know? I mean, he the guy lost, without a doubt. Oh, no, I know. I'm just you saying. Know?
0: Just, you realize what we just said, right? No, I... Yeah, I know. Like, he survived, and we're giving him the credit for doing a great job. <laughs> just you know he made it to the to decision just yeah no
1: that's impressive but he i mean even the c- way he looked afterwards i thought he was fine you know he didn't think about or do you ha- thi- think think how- do you think jones gave him that
0: privilege i don't think so <laughs> i think i don't think jones has a soul to <laughs> be able to do that <laughs> that was <laughs> i told you about that quote right <laughs> Remember when like the whole UFC event moved for Jones because the athletic commission? Oh, f- yeah, of course. And uh, at the press conference, somebody somebody asked him, I think, uh, or he said it something along the lines of, "What do you think? What do you think all the? What do you think this pulsing this pulsing steroid is going to give me that I don't already have?" And somebody yelled from the audience. A soul. (laughs) (laughs) And he laughed. He smiled and pointed at that guy and he nodded and he laughed. He was like, "Eh, there you go. go. That was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) He's such a fucking villain. He's such a fucking villain. Um, Imagine being that deadly. Not to, you know, slob all over drones, uh, but imagine being that deadly. That's how people talk about you. Yeah. It's like, yo. I can't believe how well Lionheart did. Why would Lionheart do? Yo, he made it to the judges. (laughs) Just, yo, he went to decision with bones. Yeah, juicy big fucking Jones. Yeah, man, he did it. Big (gasps) Dick Jones. They made it. Juicy Jones. Holy shit. Only like three people have done that. I know, dude. He's amazing. Not about what was time advantage, octagon control, total strikes landed, significant strikes landed, like <laughs> submission attempts, takedowns, takedowns defended. Just, he made it to judges. What a warrior. That's the talk about that guy. That's why I really hope somebody fucking puts Jones on his heels. I hope. I'm I just like, want to see somebody fucking take oh it to my him. God. But I'm afraid this is going to be, he is officially, if, if if he continues what he's doing for the rest of this year... He's officially the Floyd Mayweather of the, of MMA. Yeah, he's the heel. Sure. Everybody wants to watch lose. He's the guy that can't be beat. Yeah, yeah. And again, watch him go up to heavyweight and just start knocking people out in one in like ten seconds. Mm. I hope not, but just imagine that shit happening. Imagine a fully juiced Jones, just pulsing T R T, pulsing ball, Pulsing EPO, fucking no weight limit, just fucking power lifting all the time, coming in at 240, 250 of pure muscle of 5% body fat, fighting at heavyweight. Yeah. Who's beating him? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. How tall is he? I don't know. Massive. <laughs> <laughs> fucking massive. Damn.
1: He's a he's I mean he's massive, but like his fucking reach too. Because I mean there's massive guys that just have like average reach, you know what I mean? He's an MMA character you
0: made in a UFC video game that you gave (laughs) max stats. That's all he is. Yeah. That's all he is. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Uh no need to rehash about UFC two thirty eight, because we kind of mentioned it last podcast. Or last podcast I always say that. Last episode. Yeah. Once again everybody, it's going to be a fucking banger of a card. Watch all of it. It's oh, going to be yeah. a great fucking time. Yeah. But uh, I need a piss and you need to we need to sweat. We need to work out. Yeah. I'll bring those uh, Bruce Lee movies next time I see you. Right. Or just tell me them. On sure. on air next time. But everybody you'll get it. Yeah. Enjoy the fights. Peace. Peace. Yeah, mute that fucking phone. All right. Okay. Say something. Make sure you're not chewing too loud into the fucking.
1: Yeah, I I forgot to spit my gum out. Um. Do you. Fuck. No, I don't. Okay.
0: Um. The answer is no. We are here with our consequences. You look exhausted. It's because I am exhausted. (laughs) I'm always tired. You wouldn't know having a child and all what it's like to be tired. Absolutely not. Exactly, you—he who he refuses to wake up early to why is this going to work him? out because you broke it.
1: Okay, there we go. Okay. Nope.
0: Okay. The fuck? All right.